0: And welcome to the Watch What Crappens podcast. I'm sick of your lying, denying, and crying.
1: It's not my fault. It's not (laughs) my fault. I didn't start this podcast. I don't know why you're blaming me for starting this podcast. I didn't do anything. I don't know what a podcast is, Ronnie.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Watch What Crappens for Salt Lake City Day. Woohoo.
1: thanks so much for being
0: here everybody uh tonight we are going to be doing take a seat on green room the green room app so just download that app and follow at ronnie Caram and at ben bandelger okay and join us because that's a show where we talk about bravo stuff we talk to you guys get your opinions uh that's at 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern every monday for the foreseeable
1: future Guy. Yeah,
0: and today yeah. we're talking about some shady cater waiter scheduling, which you know that shit's right up my alley.
2: I know you were so excited for a cater scandal <laughs> on, uh, on 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 Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Before we dive into it, though, I want to give a shout out. Okay, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, our friend Anna David, who uh, has actually been a guest on this podcast. But I go way back with Anna, many many years, and she is re releasing a novel she wrote called Party Girl it came out like in 2007 and the reason why I'm giving it a special shout out is because um, when it came out it was like a bumbled release by the by the company or whatever it basically it all got bungled and lost it was accidentally labeled as science fiction and it's definitely not a science fiction novel it's like the story it's like of her becoming sober essentially uh, but in novel form. Uh, which I don't think any robots were involved with. But I've actually read this book. Um, I read it back when it came out years ago, and I loved it. And so, um, you know, they're re-releasing it because uh, it got had such a fucked up release in 2007. And so it's like 99 cents on Amazon. I just wanted – she didn't even ask me to do this, but I just decided I wanted to give her a shout-out. And uh, it's a really fun, good book. And uh, apparently there's a whole genre of literature called Quitlet, and apparently this book was actually, like, kicked off Quitlet, which is basically, I think it's literature that pertains to um, quitting like drinking or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But it's a good book, regardless, and I, I still drink, so I did not quit necessarily. But just go check it out. Party Girl by Anna David on Amazon.
0: Okay. Congrats, Anna. Yeah. Well, it's a good day to talk about uh, abstaining, because here we are, Real Housewives yeah. of Salt Lake City.
2: <laughs> well, I'm talk about Quitlet. I cannot understand why it's so hard for me to quit, Jen Shaw. So uh, we're back on the ice. I didn't realize we'd be back on the ice, but we're back on the ice for ice fishing And uh, Lisa is still chasing after Meredith. And she's like, there, Meredith. Stop for one second. I'm begging you to stop. Back. You have to go back there. You have to go back. I don't have to go do anything. I don't know how diagonal I have to tilt my head to show you
0: that I, Meredith Marks, don't
3: have to do
0: anything. But I want you to then. I want you to then. Because you can say everything you felt. But I said it already over there. I saw it. She lies and she denies, and I'm sick of listening to the lies. And then she starts like shaking her head <laughs> back and forth, and then she throws her arms open wide and kind of does like a little dance backwards.
2: <laughs> I was I was really sad she did not go for another third word. She didn't go for a third word in that list that didn't rhyme. She lies and she denies.
3: And she deflects.
2: Oh no, you almost got lies, denies, supplies, surprise,
0: French anything, fries. Right? Yeah. French fries. <laughs> I mean the way she throws, she just shakes her head, throws back around. She's like she's ending uh, don't rain on my parade, like here, Mr I still
3: Oh I will not put up with a town that appears Once every 12 years, that is not a sustainable home for me or my family. And quite frankly, we never had a conversation about the frequency with which this town should arrive.
0: Well, I don't think she understands the magnitude of how this affects Brox. Not everyone understands that, Meredith. She's like, you know what? I don't understand Lisa's fixation with me and Jen having a resolution. Because other than it will make life easier for Lisa. She says it's for me to be at peace. But I'm peace without Jen Sha. So,
2: I just want to, by the way, put out that I'm perfectly aware that "Don't Rain on My Parade" is not from Brigadoon. I just felt like staying in a the musical theater space when I made that Brigadoon reference because I know no, some people. No, you know what? Like,
0: you just don't. You still will not watch Funny Girl, and so instead, you're going to just make everything Brigadoon. Okay, that's what just there was happened. Never, right? Now. There
3: was never a conversation where I said I would watch it, or that you said you wanted me to watch it. So Whatever. I don't feel like I'm under. I will not put up with the lies or the surprise. <laughs>
0: Or the theater. Basically, what you just did to Funny Girl was throw it in the steel magnolias pile. that's sitting right on top of a VHS copy of The Color Purple. Multiple films you won't watch to prove your friendship to me.
3: I'm sick of the projecting, deflecting, and <laughs> lying about this
2: topic. The truth is that until there's a conversation about steel magnolias or beaches, which the latter of which I can't go to because I'm so pale I blend in with this ice all around me, that we really can't have any movement forward with any musical or film.
0: So then Whitney and Heather are still trying to explain to Jen that she's a complete... Asshole. And Whitney's like, <laughs> you need to own the fact that, okay, Twitter is my face, so Twitter is my responsibility. And Jen's just yelling and screaming. She's like, first of all, what? <laughs> but you need to say, okay, this is my Twitter, and I will handle it because it is my handle, and they're tweeting about your son. She's like, it's not even about tweeting. She's saying to somebody, she's saying to somebody
1: like to tweet. It's not even about tweeting. I'm not taking this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I don't even like birds. (laughs) So,
2: Lisa's like, Meredith, I love you very much, and I don't want you hurting anymore, and I understand why you're upset. Jack, when he was three, someone said he had a big head in a convenience store, and it wasn't Mary because it was a 7-Eleven, so we know she wasn't there, and I'm still upset. And I would understand why you're upset. I would be upset, too. And guess what? Brooks has a perfectly normal-sized head, so he doesn't even have that humiliation to go
0: back to. Your son has small head privilege, so you know what count your blessings. <laughs> so then, back with Heather. Heather is like, and oh, um, by the
2: way, I just want to I just want to say that my note was Meredith gives Meredith face, which is basically her going. <laughs>
0: like a shaking confused face super diagonal (laughs) heather's like um if it's just a stupid retweet and they think it's supporting you and not hurting anyone then just say and you think that then just say that she's like
1: but it's not a retweet she's saying somebody likes something
0: just well likes hurt You need to
2: send her, I'm sorry, and I'll never do it again. That's what you need from her, right?
3: Well, before she can apologize, she has to acknowledge that she did something wrong and stop lying about it because I'm sick of the lying and denying and Google
2: documents. I am sick (laughs) of those. I know,
0: I'm at home cheering. Pizza pieing,
1: come on.
2: You can do this. Come on. You got the rhyme. Any word. Any word. (laughs) Flying. You're sick of flying. You can bring back your storyline with Seth. You're sick of flying.
0: Well, you need her to say I'm sorry. Just like I need the slurping machine cleaner to say sorry to Jock. You know what? I'm never going to get that. I'm never going to get that. And I just have to accept that. So then back with Whitney. Whitney's like, it comes across as you are going after um, Brooks. Uh, but don't say that, Whitney. I'm not going after Brooks. I would never put that out there. Don't say that, Whitney. Don't say that. I mean, Jen, seriously, <laughs> shut the f- Fuck Ah, off,
2: Yeah, like you're blatantly cornered.
3: Jen, Jen, look at me. Look at me.
1: I can't see you. All I see is snow.
3: No, look for the eyelashes. That's actually my face, not the snowball.
1: I can't see anything. I can't. I'm covered with blood. I'm a blind rage. Look at me. Look Look at me.
0: I need you to look around and just look for a Shadrach face with boobs. Just see that. (laughs) Look
3: for a snowman that looks like. She might be the great-great-granddaughter of Shadrach Roundy.
1: I don't see anything. I just see snow. I just see very, very white things.
3: That's me. That's me
1: i'm done you guys are always on her side i'm sick of this shit like oh my god i didn't do any of this shit i'm so tired
0: of being blamed and she's screaming and (laughs) she gets up and looks like right into the camera and there are those sad trophies in the snow behind her i mean it's just such a funny (laughs) shot
1: (laughs) trout trout
0: so
2: jen tells us she's like
1: I just want someone to underst- to, un- to acknowledge the double standard going on here. Meredith, you need to own your shit too. I mean, you've allowed your son to say very hurtful things. I'm owning my shit. Own your shit.
2: You're literally not owning anything, Jen. <laughs> you're like you're literally you're like
1: robots broke into my house and took over my Twitter <laughs> and they're writing things for me. It's not me. It was robots who did it.
0: Jen, Jen,
1: Lisa, shut the fuck up, Lisa. Have fun with your friend this not Even your fucking friend,
0: Lisa. Jen, calm down. I need to explain something to you. You're not going to get it. when what? You're going to totally get it when I explain it. L- listen,
1: no. Brooks, has never,
0: Brooks has never come out.
1: I haven't his... said anything about him. I haven't said anything about him.
0: <laughs> so Heather and Whitney are just watching on folding chairs. And Heather's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to the weak side of the ice because I lied about my body weight, so. (laughs) So at least, like,
2: okay, let me finish before you react. Hey, is this ice cracking? Hey, let me finish. Let me finish.
1: You guys are not going to put this on me. You're not going to do that.
2: No, I'm not putting it on you, okay? I would never put it on you, just as I would never put on an extra large hat onto Jack's head because we're still getting over that drama, okay? I will not put this on you. I want to explain something to you, okay?
0: I want to explain. Give me back my backpack. What are you doing with my backpack? Give it back, backpack stealer, Give it back to me. She's like, I'm gonna carry your lure, okay? I'm gonna carry your lure for you, okay? Just come on, John. She's like, what? you want me to apologize for something I've never ever done? So how about this? Go apologize to Heather and Whitney because like you didn't, you didn't do anything to them, right? So then why don't you go apologize to them? Ah.
2: And Heather's just like sitting in that chair, like, "Oh yeah, good point, Jen. Amen to Jen Shaw. Good point. Good point."
1: <laughs> I'm like trying Bob to Euker defend my vagina and my kids.
2: <laughs> and then the trout. She goes, yeah, she "I'm goes, trying to defend, try to defend my vagina." My
1: vagina.
2: <laughs> and then like the trout guys, like, "Huh? What? We-, we should really mention that Lisa has taken Jen's backpack, so that way Jen can't actually escape." so um i'm trying to defend
0: my vagina
2: oh my
1: god (laughs) my vagina and my kids
2: (laughs) and she needs to hear that okay
1: she needs to hear that no she needs to hear she needs to own her own shit with her kid and they want to come and deflect and to blame i'm not even trying to rhyme i just use two different words so i don't (laughs) set an expectation that i might rhyme all three okay and i am done being that person
0: Here, you dropped your tennis bracelet. She goes, no! And she just throws it in the snow. And Lisa's (laughs) like, oh my god, what are you doing? Just let the fish have it! Spell it off (laughs) Jessica Fletcher anyway. Fuck her! I have a
2: high threshold for what I can put up with, but where I draw the line is where people start throwing diamonds and catering events I don't like, Okay?
0: So Lisa's on her hands and knees looking for this diamond bracelet. And the producer's like, so how much do you think that bracelet's worth? And Lisa's like, oh, 70 grand. at a minimum, $70,000. Like $70,000. It's like 100 pennies times 70. It's like 70 grand. $70,000. It's (laughs) a lot. It's like like 70,000 Diet cooks.
2: That's like 70,000 visits to the KFC dollar menu, okay?
0: So then Stu goes over to Jen or to uh, Lisa, and he's like, did she drop something? She's like, yeah, oh my gosh, she th- she threw a tennis bracelet. Here it is, here it is, I found that. And we go back to Meredith, if that's
3: her version of defending herself is attacking a 20 year old little boy in a diaper, a little fetus that has lovely cheeks. Well, I'm sorry if you're going to attack him about his sexuality when she claims to be a proponent for the LGBTQA.
2: Well, thank you. But wait for it. No, thank you.
0: I mean, she says she's a proponent of LGBTQAMBNK. That means which, uh, that means lesbian, gay, transgender, queer, and maybe Brooks. No one knows. Okay. (laughs) Well, you can't stand for that. Okay.
2: It's rude. It's crude. And it's uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> Meredith! You almost had that third
0: rhyme. And Heather's <laughs> like, "Um, I have to leave for Ashley's senior showcase, but I love you. I'll call you tonight, okay?" And Heather's like, "Oh my God, I paid for this. I want to see the drama, okay?" So then, H- Heather, like,
2: you should just skip the drill. Like, skip the drill. It will never be worth it. It will never be worth it. Versus this
0: madness happening right now. Yeah, no kidding. So Whitney's like, I have an honest question for you, Lisa. I don't want to start a fight. This is just an honest question. Why do you stand up for her and protect her? And Lisa's like, oh, my God, what does protect mean? I mean, he's protecting? Listen, I want to be logical, and I want to process things. I don't want don't control, John. Listen, you know what? I just want to understand. Listen, I'm one of Zach's cats, okay? I learned to listen, <laughs> and I learned to understand a long time ago.
2: Hi, can someone come over here? This pile of snow was talking to me and saying I'm protecting. That's so rude. I didn't know snow could talk.
3: No, that's just me. I'm just very, very... (laughs) Wait, from my experience, Lisa only listens to herself. Does this chick even have ears? Hi, Jen... Needs to see her pain, okay? No, no, it's done, okay? The last thing I'm gonna do is continue to promote a conversation about my son that should never happened to begin with. It was her own actions.
2: It was her actions, it was her factions, and it was her thoughts.
0: She really loves talking about how gay her son is or isn't at this point. Like how many how many hours of television have you now devoted solely to your son? it's your son's sexuality lady um i'm calling everyone lady a lot today sorry we were unless anybody's like in case anybody's like why is he just screaming lady all day we just did real housewives of potomac too where i screamed lady for an hour and a half sorry i don't know where it's coming from so monday, monday
2: is the gayest day of the week that's why lady lady i mean it's like between potomac and this show it's just like it's like gay overdrive for us and so like we just come out, by the time, we did Potomac first, by the time we hit Salt Lake City, we're doing our show tunes, we're calling everyone <laughs> lady, we're just probably say that bitch soon enough, you know?
0: Yeah. So Whitney's like, uh, yeah, Whitney's lines today. I mean. Lisa, I mean, does she even have ears? <laughs> Wow. So Lisa's <laughs> like, well, me. if I do something, I take accountability. Did I change the sign on the Swerpy machine to say "Put machine after the sorpy cleaner said my son had a big head? Yes. Yes, I did. And I own that. <laughs> I own that.
2: <laughs> so then we have Stuart. Stuart decides to try his hand at this. And he goes up to Jen. He goes, I know it's bullshit, but he's like very nervous sounding. He goes, but I want to ask you, you see what happens when you and I get into it? When you and I have a disagreement, what do I do? I get defensive. I'm an asshole. It takes me a little bit of time.
1: Stu! They keep making me say i'm sorry for something i didn't do okay they're making me say i'm sorry and if you think that you're not gonna take the fall when we get arrested you have another thing coming i don't even know who you are let the record show i have no idea who this man is
0: Stu's so full of shit too he's like oh yeah you you know that when we get into it i get super mad right no you don't you hide under a fucking desk Stu, and you would not <laughs> be here you would not even have your head still if you would get mad and talk back to her and we all know we've all seen the videos online Stu okay yeah so he's like well you don't have to say sorry but look what do you want out of this situation with meredith a social security number okay well (laughs) but beyond that do you want to be friends with her does she want to be friends with you
1: i want to know her routing number what the fuck do you think Stu? i want to know her mother's maiden name of course (laughs) the first street she lived on the hospital she was born in (laughs) her first car make and model please
0: He's like, listen, you need to make peace. You need to make peace with yourself, um, not her. Because you know what? This is about what does Jen want? Okay, let's get to that point. So <laughs> She's like,
1: fine, I'll do it. I got it. I fucking got it. I fucking got it. I fucking got it. I'm not going to
2: So she's like so mad.
1: This is what I always <laughs> have to do. Here goes Jen again apologizing.
2: Yeah, she's like, "This
1: is everything I'm learning with my therapist. Forgiveness is for me, so I can move on." Uh."
0: (laughs) So (laughs) I love that she goes. You know, this is the thing. Narcissists will will definitely find a fucking therapist. He's like. No, you need to forgive for your own sake. No, you need to fucking apologize, okay? What kind of therapist are you anyway?
2: <laughs> so Meredith is still ranting. She's like, I
3: need to be in a positive place, and this is toxic and negative, so I cannot do this. I need to be in a place that's loving and not toxic,
2: also known as with my husband, Seth, the least toxic and negative person I
0: know. Hey, I just want you guys to have pace. Can we talk about this? No, you know what? I don't think, now is the time because I've been listening to Jen scream for the last 40 minutes and I think she's very upset and uh, you know what I'm not very calm myself right now
3: I cannot
2: listen to the screaming and reaming and loud noises oh Meredith
0: Meredith hi I just want to say I'm sorry because like the last thing I ever want to do is hurt a gay person like Brooks? Wait, well now wait a minute. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I, what did I do? Someone who's lighting their loafers, okay? Because I love loafers. No,
3: no, that does not make it better.
0: <laughs> Listen, I just—I would never say anything bad about a pipe smoker like Brooks. All right, you know what? Yeah, okay. I would I never. I love the Green Bay Packers. Hurt. A pi- I would never want to hurt a pipe layer like... Come on now. You can't just say pipe in different sentences and expect that to be okay.
2: <laughs> I believe her. I believe her. I believe her, guys. I believe her. I believe her. I believe her. You guys believe her? I believe her. Four believe out of her. five
0: stars.
1: Four out of five stars. Yeah. Believe her. Wow,
2: yeah. Believe I believe it. her. I believe that.
1: You know, it's just... You know, I didn't like that.
2: So
3: then, because Whitney had told her, this is what you should say. You should say... I'm the face of the Twitter, and I didn't say that, but I will handle it. So then Jen goes,
1: I didn't like that, but I'm responsible. I'll handle it.
2: <laughs> she just basically <laughs> says exactly what Winnie told her to say. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's like, I didn't write that. I can't believe she didn't just point at Stu. And be like, He did it! <laughs> Yum yeah, at him.
2: There's a good chance that Stu did do that, by the way. I'm not I'm not trying to give Jen let Jen off the hook, but knowing Stu, there's a good chance he was just liking all those shady posts.
0: Yeah, so then Jen is like, um, sorry and meredith goes
2: thank you (laughs) you." it's like a balloon landing like a hot air balloon landing (laughs) thank Thank you you. that's like the energy that she has
0: and jenny's like great great hug it out hug it out so they do hug and meredith is like whatever this lady apologizes all the time we'll see oh my god i feel better do you guys feel better small heads Do, do your tiny little heads feel better
2: you know this reminds me of after we left that convenience store we went to a place and i bought a hat for jack and it fit in perfectly and i was like see normal head and we all felt better
0: (laughs) um and also i'd like to say sorry to brooks like i don't want to overstep but it breaks my heart okay i would like to apologize to him preferably on a rainbow float while we're both wearing (laughs) booty shorts can you make that happen
3: I think that
2: would be very productive, to be honest.
0: So then we go on with the day, the next day or whenever.
2: We get some jazzy tabernacle music, right? (laughs) Jazzy tabs.
1: (laughs) So then...
0: Mary is at home cooking, and she's wearing, like, she's going to prom or something. I don't know what she's wearing to cook breakfast, but she's, like, yeah. cooking in full form- formal wear. And she's just pushing eggs around going, come on. I'm I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of you, eggs. Come on, eggs. <laughs>
2: come on. Those, come on. Those eggs better flip soon. Otherwise, she's going to send Jesus after them. <laughs>
0: So then Jenny uh, is with her kids teaching them how to fold towels. And you know what? it's hard to not always be disappointed in your children when you name them Atlas and Triton. Like what the <laughs> hell? like those are just big, big goals,
2: yeah, it really is. I mean, you're really like I'm surprised you didn't name one of them Zeus. So she's like, so she's like, this is not how we fold towels. And then so now all the kids, like all the kids have gathered three children to, like, very calmly and politely fold towels. And Jenny is like, that's not how I showed you. You forgot. See what I have to deal with? I'm like, oh, yes. Look at what you have to deal with. Three children who willingly fold towels with you and like don't complain at all whatsoever and seems to be enjoying the process. Ugh, what a burden.
0: So then Jen and Stu are walking dogs. And Jen's like, oh my god, look, he doesn't even like to walk. Stu (laughs) Chains, I'll let you clean the poop. And he's like, gross. Okay, fine. such a Bitch, she's such a
2: little bitch, Stew <laughs> Chains. Yeah, she'll remember this moment, Stew Chains. Everything that you never do for her, just remember you're the one that's gonna be sold down the river. So, you know. Yeah, be careful.
0: It's time for a commercial. It's time for a grappins commercial.
2: So now we wind up now Lisa goes to Sarah Jane's house, and then like all of a sudden, new cast members, it feels like because uh, we are at Sarah Jane, who I thought was going to be our new friend of, but then it turns out it's not Sarah Jane. It's Angie, who's at Sarah Jane's house, who is suddenly a not only a new friend of, but suddenly very, very central to the show, it seems like, out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, she comes out swinging this one. They look like twins, these girls. They look they exactly do. alike. They're blonde, you know, blonde white girls, and they kind of have the same mannerisms and stuff. And so Angie all, is... yeah. The, Again, air quality in Salt Lake City, I'm not sure it should be good. But she also kind of talks like this. So she's like, um, hi, welcome to my home. And Lisa's like, I've known Sarah Jane a few years. We have a lot of mutual friends. She's in so many things that I don't like, like fatness. And And then Angie takes over and she's like, well, I'm like so into fashion. I wanted to get into an after party for the Backstreet Boys. And then she was like, oh my God, use my ID. And that's when we became best friends working in the call center. We were constantly interrupting each other.
2: Yeah. (laughs) She says we talk, 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 make a sale, talk, 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 make a sale, talk, 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 make a sale. Um, so then Lisa so then they're like sitting down and Angie's like, I go to Chick-fil-A every day. Oh yeah, I used to go there, but now I'm on a KFC kick. No joke, no joke. (laughs) I'm like, oh <laughs> I just like that like it's an like a totally like out like uh, like the thought of Lisa Barlow going to KFC on, on a certain day is like out of like out of like anyone's mind. Like no one could conceive of that. Like, no joke, I go to KFC, yeah, yeah.
0: To me, it's just like two people who don't eat trying to convince everybody how much they love junk food. That's all I see. It's all I've seen from Lisa ever since. She did an article. She did an interview last year where they said, what do you eat for breakfast? And she's like, in the morning, I have four Kit Kats. And then I have some coffee. And then I really love Fresh Wolf. And people are like, she never said what she ate for the whole day. (laughs) That is what she eats for the whole day. She eats four Kit Kat sticks. Okay? She answered (laughs) the question.
2: And then Angie does sort of like a variation on Danielle Staubs old line. You know, Danielle Stabbs was, you either love me or you hate me. There is no in-between. And Angie says, I'm either between a juice fast or a deep deep fryer gallbladder pain fast food. There is no in-between. Like, okay, <laughs> that works too.
0: So Sarah Jane's like, Have you guys been to KFC? They're is as next la. Avala.
2: This was Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane is clearly the person who never goes to fast food, but like went very recently. So she doesn't, she's trying to like act like she is at like does the KFC thing a lot. But like the truth is all she got was the coleslaw. So now she's trying to kind of like be with the fast food talkers, but she doesn't really have anything to offer except for coleslaw.
0: I know they have no respect for her because she (laughs) she ordered coleslaw at KFC. And Um. Angie's like
2: coleslaw, but then Lisa goes, the coleslaw is next level. I
0: have to get it. It's next level. So, Andy's like, so, what are you guys doing next weekend? I have something cooking. (laughs) My (laughs) girlfriend Stephanie runs a charity for LGBT Safe House. As you know, I have a transgender child. Well, I hope you don't take them to KFC, or to fucking Chick-fil-A fuck you talking about your love for chick-fil-a <laughs> you're literally nationally advertising for chick-fil-a
2: yeah this is this is problematic
0: <laughs> that's worse than problematic and people are like oh my god that's just their political beliefs no it's not they donate to people <laughs> you guys look it up seriously
2: can't you know say it say it you can say it well i, I mean they donate. To... I
0: have to look i have to get it up but it's like they donate to countries that kill fucking gay people
2: well, yeah. I mean, I haven't had Chick-fil-A in, in ages because okay. of it. So um, so anyway, they're going to gamble for uh, charity. And Lisa. oh, I love that. I love that. And uh, this, this could be this whole thing to raise money for in circle. And Lisa's all excited until Angie reveals that Whitney is going to be at the event. And yeah. Um, Lisa's like, well, Whitney always thinks I'm just putting her down all the time. I mean, Whitney and I don't have a friend job. She annihilated my character and always assuming the worst of me. Always, like, literally breathing. It's like, oh, it's Lisa breathing,
0: cancelling my caters. Oh, Lisa. <laughs> she hates when I breathe that's it you know we have conversations and then it's like she flip flops she flip flops and angie's like well i love whitney i really do and like a year ago we found out that we were related she's like what oh my god you know what and she tells us this she's like i do not buy that Whitney and Angie are close now because they're like these inbred polygamy cousins. I mean, that's weird. That's, like, so weird. It's like they just woke up one day and said, whoa, we're related. It's like me when I was a little girl with my friends and we would just wake up and go, wow, we're sisters because we're both from Adam and Eve. I mean, it's just <laughs> insane to me.
2: <laughs> so, um, by the way, so there... Well, actually, I'll get into this a little bit later, This the Twitter thing that Lisa posted today. But... um. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so she's, she's like, but Lisa tells Angie, I would never control who people are friends with. I'm a Saj. I need my font. Now, will I take away your caterers? Maybe. But will I control who you're friends with? Never. Never. Saj. Saj.
0: You want to be a haterer? You want to have a caterer. That, that's that. That's how you rhyme, <laughs> Meredith, okay? That is how you rhyme. Um, So before we move on to the next uh, section here, I just want to tell people what I was talking about, because I know people are like, how dare he say that about Chick-fil-A? So this is it. Chick-fil-A funds the National Christian Foundation, which paid a preacher to go to Uganda and help their lawmakers draft a bill that would impose the death penalty for homosexuality.
3: Okay. Which is
2: me and Ronnie, by the way, because we have had the conversation And we are out of the closet and we're
0: gay as all fuck motherfuckers.
2: (laughs) We told you it's gay Mondays. (laughs) Don't you dare invoke Chick-fil-A on gay Mondays for us.
0: I mean. So then uh, back at Mary's house, another awkward scene at Mary's house, she's doing the dishes, but she's not really. She's just running the water a lot and kind of pushing dishes around. And then she just keeps the water running. And she's like, oh, my God, it smells like bleach. Oh, oh my gosh. So you can tell how often she does dishes. She's like shocked at what dish soap smells like.
2: Yeah. And so Robert Jr. comes into the kitchen and he's just like, uh, and Mary's like, hi, babe. Uh, what are you doing? What's up? Anything? Come on,
0: say something. And he just stands Anything? there and smiles at her. He's like, uh, <laughs> and she's like, come on, come on, give me something. A conversation. He's like, ah. Uh. <laughs> such an odd kid he just yeah just kind of stands there and it's like ding dong she goes okay well there's Meredith (sighs) perfect
2: (laughs) love you so um so Meredith comes in she goes well I'm sorry I'm a little red I had a vampire facial so I'm a little red from the vampire I said listen Brad Pitt I enjoy your work And I am enjoying this interview, but please, I need to focus on my skin right now. And we haven't had a conversation about whether or not he'll be making me younger, but
0: I would appreciate it. If I'm listening here, Brad, all right, I'm going to need more sucking, more talking, and less water running. I really don't like to see the water running.
2: Well, here's what they do, Mary, because I can see you already look shocked, and I know that you're trying to spritz holy water on my face. It's not a real vampire.
3: What they do is they dry your blood, and then they spin it, and then they apply it to your face, and they use microneedling to get it to go into
2: your skin, and that's my life these days.
0: And Mar- uh, Mary just stares at her like she's trying to eat a grilled cheese unsuccessfully. She's like... <laughs> Join the army. Join the army now. Join the army right now. So they start talking about this casino night that's coming up. And uh, Meredith's like, oh, this is going to be the first time we've seen Jen, right? And she's like, um, yeah, well, I thought we could move forward. But then we get back. And I notice that posts start resurfacing. And it's a pic with a little girl who's got a grandpa. The little girl's like, you know, a little girl. And then the grandpa his grandpa, and like that just tells you she's unpredictable, and mm-hmm. who would trust anyone who's unpredictable? <laughs> I'm like,
2: Mary, you're literally the most unpredictable person <laughs> on Bravo. She starts juggling,
0: it's like, Whoa, what? <laughs> I never could have predicted you were gonna start doing that right now.
2: She's still trying to get the eggs out of her pan after five days. They're just like brown and smell like sulfur.
0: You just smell burning. Smoke's coming out of the kitchen, but you can hear the water running. Like, uh, did we finish up that scene back there? (laughs)
2: <laughs> by the way the post that mary is referring to is a one of these memes that's like how it started how it's going and like the how it started is like a grandfather with a daughter with a granddaughter and then how it's going is robert senior and mary you know so um yeah a, a funny meme probably not the nicest thing to post if you're trying to pretend to be friends with her so then they start talking about the ice fishing that mary missed and uh, Meredith says that Jen took partial accountability. She didn't take full accountability, but she did apologize. And she did say she would like to apologize to Brooks. I think she wants to do it fast, put it in the past, and make sure that this time it leaves an impression.
0: I mean, look, she partially apologized. She apologized to L.G., t and q but b is still waiting all
2: right. <laughs> i mean she's a proponent of the lgbt community which is a fact that i bring up fully independent of we don't even know what brooks's sexuality is so i mean why should i even be talking about the lgbtq because <laughs> he could be straight for all we know we
0: just don't know but i will bring up that community And Mary just does her, like, smile. like, okay. So then we go to La Tortaria de Francisco.
2: (laughs) Yes, which was a shocking, shocking uh, revelation that they were not at Cucina Toscana. So, um, yeah. So Whitney meets up with her cousin, Angie. And Angie is like, oh, my God, we're both doing Burberry Trenches today. We're such cousins. Oh, my God, that is so roundy. (laughs) So roundy.
0: Well, you told me that Shadrock is your grandpa. Wait, is that his name? Shamrock? Shadrock. Is it Shad- Shadrock? I know I said it 10 Shad times. Shadrock. Yeah. Shadrock. Well, you told me that Shadrock is your grandpa, too. I feel like I'm related to everyone in Utah, but that's what happens when you're Mormon pioneers.
3: <laughs> it's actually really funny because I met Angie through Lisa Barlow at a mixer, and Angie came up and said, I heard you're related to Shadrock Brownie. And, and, and so am I. By the way, Shadrock Roundy died in 1872. <laughs>
2: it's not like, oh, I heard you're related to like my my dad. It's like, oh, you're related to someone from, you know, who was born like five years after America was like declared an independent nation, right? right. So um, so Shadrock Roundy, by the way, was a bodyguard to Joseph Smith and Brigham Young. And he's like one of the founding prophets
3: of the church. And uh, Whitney says, she said, you're not going to believe this. But he's my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandpa great also. <laughs> and it doesn't matter where I go. We all came from Mormon pioneers, and they settled Utah. In a sense, we're all related. I'm like, in a sense, maybe all the white people are
1: related?
2: <laughs> uh, I don't think everyone in Utah is related. Maybe just the people who just took over the land. But So, you know.
0: it's really important when you're from Utah to do your genealogy to make sure you're not dating your second cousin. <laughs> She does like a head exploding thing. Like. (laughs) And then she starts
2: like uh, showing the type of sex that she and Justin have again. I'm like,
0: Oh, Whitney, are you dumping your chair again? (laughs) Does that chair even have ears? So then Whitney's like, you want to make sure
3: you're not dating your second cousin because what we strive for is the first cousin.
0: (laughs) So Whitney's like, I'm glad we met because I know it is a tricky dynamic. She's like, yeah, it's hard for me cuz I feel this loyalty to Lisa and she's like, "But does she know that you invited me and Heather to your party?" <laughs>
2: and um basically Angie says um that uh Lisa told her not to acknowledge um Whitney as her cousin. So here's so this is so Lisa tweeted today and she tweeted in um, an exchange and this was from November 13th and uh, it was her texting with Angie <laughs> and the exchange. So first, so first all we see is first is Angie saying it isn't a good look for the church, but oh, well, a lot of it is true and you're, uh, but you're pro moment. So that's good. Whatever. And then Lisa goes, love this. So then Angie says, <laughs> I just thought it was funny that like, of course, Lisa's exchange starts with love this. So, I found out Whitney and I are related from watching the show. I died. And so uh, Lisa goes, what? Don't claim her. So I personally read that as a joke. Like, oh, my God, don't claim her. <laughs> don't claim her yeah. as a cousin, right? But Angie is being like, she told us not to – not for me not to acknowledge you as a cousin, which is a much more trama- over-dramatized version of the story. So Angie's yes. a shit I don't know why Angie, she's not a full-time character.
0: Angie is a terrible fucking friend. And – it's hilarious that they cast her on the show. I mean, listen, you got to audition. This is her auditioning, and she's basically normally people wait a year before they fuck their friend over who got them on the show. <laughs> but Angie's like, nope, I'm fucking her over in my first episode. Yeah, I'm I kind be of to not holding don't, a just... snowflake, damn it.
2: Yeah, well, I'm sort of surprised Angie's not a full time cast member. I mean, she's already done more in this like episode than Jenny has in the first four weeks of the show.
0: Well, she's definitely given us our first new storyline. Of the whole season, yeah, right? Which On I, episode love. Four. I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she's, uh, Angie tells us, look, Lisa has problems with a lot of people. And if I wasn't friends with everyone she didn't want me to be friends with, I wouldn't have a lot of friends. And I have yeah. to say, this girl has the tackiest house background we've ever seen. It's, well, the saddest, not the tackiest. Well, she it's has like, like a she's in a galley and kitchen. Room. She yeah. looks like she's in a galley kitchen and behind her is like a, a desk at the end of the kitchen and then above that is one of those really long air conditioners <laughs> Like, like, a, like a a, box not box a box. window unit but it's like a wall unit Do you know Yeah what I'm yeah
2: Mhm yeah I know. I know I know I love those I it's love like, those Yeah I know it's like not the it's not like the little boxy window unit it's the long it's the it looks like it's a
0: It's a step it's like, up it,
2: Yeah like, yeah, it's definitely a step exactly up it. from
0: a window unit. But it's like, wow, this is the most glamorous background you could find. I mean, even doing it in your closet would be better than this, right?
2: Well, Angie's house had, like, a lot of interesting features and textures. I noticed, like, later on in the party, there was a banister that was became central to one scene. And I was like, I understand, um, you know, living rooms, like, sunken living rooms or split-level homes. Where they sometimes have railings. But this was, like... Someone took a balcony railing from like Venice and put it into this living room. And then there was like some strange like stonework. I I don't know the whole the whole space really confused me.
0: Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Angie's like, Well, with the party, there's been a hiccup. I got this weird message from the caterer. It says, let me read it to you. It says, Hey, we spoke with our staff last night. This doesn't seem like the right event for us. We've been asked to host events at the restaurants by Lisa's assistant, so that's the direction we need to go in. Sorry, but we can't do your event. Don, don, don,
2: dun. And the text came five hours after Angie told Lisa that she and Whitney are friends. And so, uh, well, and I think that's why Lisa posted her thing, her her text message to show that, like, um, Lisa had known that Angie and Whitney were friends since Friday, November 13th, I guess. So, um, so either way, uh, yeah,
3: so so this was the big thing, and Whitney's like, she is sabotaging you. Okay, let me see if I got this right. Five hours after Angie tells Lisa we are friends, a catering company, that happens to be very close friends with Lisa Barlow, and Lisa does business with them often, and they're on a train going five miles per hour, and then a snowflake lands, and the bird is on the bridge, but the bridge can only hold one truck. How much weight is in the bird, and does the bridge collapse? Uh, Did I get this right? I was actually asking for real.
0: Whitney literally just repeats everything that just happened. Let me get this straight. I'm not that stupid. I may be blonde, but I'm not stupid. Whitney, we heard the scene, okay? <laughs> it just played out. <laughs> so Angie's like, if this is true, I'm gonna be devastated. She's like, Timmy, this has Lisa Barlow written all over it. <laughs> so now we go to
2: um, Justin and Whitney uh, talking about getting a babysitter for tonight, and uh, uh, because it's time to go out to the party. And and so he's going to wear his collar out. It's a 70s party. And Whitney is like,
3: is wearing your collar out? Is that 70s? I may be blonde, but I'm not stupid. But is that 70s? I don't know.
0: <laughs> so then um, and I like that her 70s is she just curls the edge of her bangs outwards. Really weird. So then, um, Jen is in her closet with Murilo, her assistant, and he just keeps going. Oh my gosh! Should should I wear diamonds? Oh my gosh! I need a stole. Oh my gosh! That's like classic and casino, madam. Oh my gosh! It's like you own the casino. Oh my gosh!
2: Let's, just a little bit of advice for people out there: if you're running some sort of pyramid scheme or you're defrauding people, don't lean into a stole okay, you really don't want to wear what you're doing.
0: (laughs) It's like, would this go with my fraud? Oh, God.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and she says, I own the casino. I'm here to collect, which is funny because that's probably a phrase that will be said to her at some point in the near future. So um, then we go to Seth. Oh, God, Seth. I, I still don't understand the people who, like, to really like Seth because he just skews me out. He goes, this is what I'm wearing. What about you, Meredith? And she's like, wow, you look, um, you look very handsome, but you might be missing something. And then we like zoom out and we see he's not wearing his pants yet.
0: These two are just always so shit faced, it cracks me up. <laughs> just yeah. Like, hey, You're doing something He's like, I'm not wearing pants to you that much. I
1: can't.
2: <laughs> They're really trying to sell their, like, we're happy now thing. Like, oh, look, it's Seth. He's incorrigible, not wearing
3: pants, and I'm so happy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha!
0: <laughs> so we go to Encircle, which is the name of the casino night. It's like a big sign looks like it's from the 50s. It says Encircle! So, um arrivals. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, hi, hi." And
3: Whitney continues to express her knowledge of the 70s. She goes, "I feel like I'm walked on the set of the movie casino. I mean, it's right back in the 70s. There's lights, there's palm trees, there's a buffet." There's bartenders. <laughs> Those things are sort of stayed with us throughout the decades, actually, Whitney. <laughs> just like the
0: 70s, there is an outdoor section. Uh, so and she's like... Just like the
3: you? 70s, there's a door and windows.
0: <laughs> well, this is a hard floor, just like in the 70s.
3: <laughs> wow. Look at these things that you can sit on. I believe they're called chairs, just like the 70s. <laughs>
0: So there's all these diamond necklaces that they get to wear, I guess, for the night or something. And um, Whitney's excited, and the party looks like it's going well. So Whitney looks around, and she's like, I cannot wait for Lisa to see that her plan has backfired, and the party is fine.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So um, now uh, Seth and Meredith arrive in their Uber, and again, they're continuing to do their like we are happy and in love bit. He's like, Wow, damn, girl, you're looking good. Well, thank you. Oh, thanks, Julio. Thanks for the ride, Julio. I'm just easygoing Seth Marks.
3: Everyone likes me.
0: <laughs> um, so then Angie's like, this is my husband. And it's this big guy named Chris. And so he introduces himself to everybody. And uh, Heather's like, do you like my diamonds? And they're like, "Um, uh, who says, doesn't Seth say to her at this point? Something about her. Oh no! She goes, "Hey, um, I want these diamonds because I want to draw eyes to the important things, like my boobs."
2: Yeah, that's wait, is that Heather who says that.
0: Yeah, Heather. Yeah. Uh, so and then I'm- everybody's trying on necklaces and stuff, and Sharif and Jen come, and Angie introduces them to the husband and all that, and the husband Chris is like, "Hi, ha, I'm Angie's wife. Ha, I mean husband." <laughs>
2: Girl, I always mess that one up. So then Mary is like, um, I think I would take less energy. Well, so Mary's there and they're like in the corner of the room. She's with Whitney and Jenny and Jen has just walked in and Mary doesn't want to deal with her. So she wants to get out of this corner of the living room and go up to the kitchen, but she would have to walk by Jen to do it. So she decides she wants to it'd be easier to climb over the banister that we talked about than it is to walk by a jen. So then Mary starts to actually climb over it because the women are sort of encouraging her. They're like, We got you, we got you. So Mary starts to try to climb over it, but she can't quite do it. But then Whitney climbs over instead. And then so Whitney hauls herself over the banister and then she gets the she's like,
3: Yes, I made it to the other side, just like in the seventies.
2: <laughs> but then at that point Mary and Jenny are like, oh we can just walk around.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jen moved. <laughs> yeah oh so let's see um so then sharif uh goes over to start playing some games and jen tells us having a casino night is huge in utah we're like a block away from brigham young i mean there's alcoholic drinks there's craps there's roulette the point is we're in holy land and to get this here this is literally breaking the words of wisdom and the producer goes well what are the words of wisdom and she's like thou shalt not drink thou shalt not smoke thou shalt not have porn i mean is that one i mean jen you're such a fucking copycat you're even copying from your own show this is from lisa last year when her son thought one of the ten commandments was not watching porn i mean at least <laughs> steal from other housewives' shows jen.
2: let's not encourage her to steal anything really so um so then we see – so Jen and Whitney um, hug and then Lisa – so now Lisa and John arrive and then Jenny – and and uh, Jenny is standing sort of near the entrance with Whitney and they're just talking and Lisa walks and goes, Jenny! And she just like – runs she sort of like walks right up to jenny and gives her a big hug and totally ignores whitney who's standing right there and then after this big hug while they're hugging whitney's talking to john and she's
3: like oh justin's going to be so excited to see you john and then lisa sort of like comes out of her hug and whitney says
2: they, they sort of say like a like a
3: hi good to see you oh yeah I was just
2: saying that Justin's gonna be, and then Lisa just turns around, and just stops <laughs> paying attention. Just stops, like I said, hello. That's it.
0: You have to see me. Excuse me. You might have amnesia. My name is Whitney fucking Rose. Does she even have ears? <laughs>
2: So now when he goes and tells Angie everything that just happened, like about how she was just basically, you know, got the cold shoulder again, because this is by the way, we've seen this scene like five different times in season one.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Every single scene, every single party, Lisa does this to someone. Right. So um and then Lisa goes, There's nothing worse than being at a party with no food,
0: right?
1: Right? <laughs> Have you guys
0: tried that Cossack said, Nice la val
2: No joke. No joke. No joke.
0: <laughs> so then Meredith is learning how to play roulette. She's like, what's oh, them blue for? And he's like, they're singles, baby. You put them on numbers. You put them on birthdays. How many times we had sex today, which would be this one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then Mary... She's still up. getting
2: used to laughing, by the way. She's still <laughs> like... She's rotesting out different patterns and <laughs> and rhythms.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: still working on it a little bit. So Mary yeah. goes over and talks to Sarah Jane, the new girl, and she's like, Well, I'm named Mary. Um, Mary Martha. Um, I'm named Mary and Martha, you know, because like Mary Martha from the Bible. <laughs> and Sarah Jane goes I love that. Yeah. Well my mom said she was gonna name me Mary so that I would be good, but then she also named me Martha so that I'd be a worker. And Sarah Jane <laughs> goes, Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to go over to this
2: refrigerator and stand near it until you walk away. So uh, so then uh, Jenny is – they're playing craps, and some of them are learning craps, and, you know, seven – you don't want to roll a seven. And Jenny gets very, very upset because seven is her lucky number – and, you know, that's like a bad number and craps. And she's like, maybe I should change my number. I'm like, Jenny, you need to contribute more to these episodes than this. you need to Well, do more.
0: also, she needs to be playing the don't pass line because that's when you're supposed to roll sevens. And she could be making money. Uh, the point is, do not learn how to gamble in Salt Lake City. Okay. Go somewhere <laughs> else.
2: In someone's living room with strange banisters. <laughs> so um, and then we see Seth talking to Heather. And he goes, you know, your personality is so distracting. I never noticed your
0: breaths. Think, but like, that's what that's I wrong. want everyone to notice me for, the important things. <laughs> so then Chris, the husband, gives a speech, um, and he's crying, and he's talking about how his child is transgender and um, knows what it's like to be on the outside looking in. And so to have a place where these these uh, kids could all be accepted is so powerful. And Lisa's just nodding like, yeah, check uh, KFC, definitely. KFC. A place KFC where we can all me. be, you know, what KFC accepts everybody, and to this day, they have never told any child that their head is too so bad. There, no I said joke. it, I said no it, no joke, no joke, joke. No no joke. joke. No joke. <laughs>
2: all head sizes are welcome there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and Angie, Angie basically tells us that, um, you know, that like having a transgender child in the Mormon community has not been acceptable, and so basically, she and her husband have, have left the church. And they're not going to go back until they all have the same rights, et cetera. And then um, there, there's a guy there who uh, he's a tech CEO, and he his name is Josh James, and he donates a million dollars to the cause, which was kind of amazing. And I also laughed because I was just I just thought of Kyle Richards being so proud that she's like I donate five thousand dollars to this cause, and this guy's like a million dollars. I just imagine Kyle watching it and being like.
3: Huh.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see if they ever get that money because this John guy, I have a feeling, just wants to get his partner on this show. Like, who does that? I'm giving you a million bucks. All right. I'm sure. I'm looking I him up mean, Josh he did. tech CEO. Maybe he did. Up. look up wife. Look up wife. Let's see if she's like a housewife looking kind of wife, you know, like a
2: well, he know, is real the, housewife he's, looking. He's the CEO of Domo. Uh, software as a service company. It's exciting. Um
0: yeah. I feel like sounds rich. Some, yeah, sounds rich. Sounds rich so far to me. <laughs>
2: sounds very rich. Good for him. So
0: anyway, uh, everyone's like dancing, and Angie's like, "I've got to change," so she goes and changes into this weird, big, kind of feathery Meredith Marks type pink dress, and then uh, Jen sits down next to Mary, and she's like, "Oh, Mary, you look so good, Mary." And Mary's like, um, and that's my Alexander McQueen, so I'll take that. She moves yeah. her purse off the chair. And Jen's like, oh my God, you know what we should do? We should have the families get together. We should have a grill off. That's what we should do, Mary. And Mary's like, ah. Mm, uh. <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> uh-uh.
2: If you can get the eggs out of my pan, fine. But otherwise, mm mm.
0: Uh, She's like, well, we made up, and then a week later, you bashed me, so she goes, no, 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 what we need to do, she goes, no, no, I mean, no, I really thought that you didn't like me, so she goes, but you know what, I don't know, so maybe you should let me know. Like, if something like that happens, you should let me know. Like, I didn't know that I posted a GIF of, like, a little girl, like, having sex with her grandpa. <laughs> it's a total mystery to me. So, you know, like, if something like that happens, you should totally just let me know.
2: <laughs> and Mary doesn't really seem to fight on this. I think Mary's too exhausted to try to, like, basically catch Jen and all her lies. And she goes, well, um... Uh, like, I want you to stay steady and straightforward, and you can't do something mean to me next week. And Jen goes, you have to have some faith in me. And then um, Mary still seems resistant, but then Jen offers up her pinky for, like, a pinky promise. And Mary is, like, apparently a total sucker for a pinky promise. She's like,
1: oh, my God, you love me, your pinky. Oh, my God, a pinky promise. Okay, okay, okay.
0: she well, excited about Where we that. stand now, like, I had opened the door, but then I – put a screen there. You know, you know those, you know the screens that go like, like if you touch them, they go, no, no,
2: no. (laughs) she was doing so well there. Like the doors open, but there's a screen there. I was like, oh, that is funny. And she goes, you know, like one of those screens that have electric voltage that like burn you a little bit. I'm like, okay, I'm not done with Squid Game, but (laughs) is this something I should be expecting in episode three? Like what's going on?
0: So Angie in (laughs) <laughs> Typical real housewives fashion. I mean, that's totally what she's aiming for, right? She's like, I'm gonna have a costume change, then I'm gonna start a fight with a bitch. So she comes out in a new dress and pulls Lisa aside and into like this little side room and she's like, Um, I have to know what's going on, cause Lisa I'm sad. Oh my God, what's going on? Tell me. Tell me what's going on. I hate sad pink birds. I hate them. Sad flamingo. What's going on, sad flamingo? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like so, so when I met with you and Sarah Jane, right, right, uh huh, uh uh-huh. yeah, I no got joke, a joke, yeah. I got a call five hours later, right, right, right. Yeah, uh-huh, time.
2: Five mm, hours is a great you. period of time. Yeah, uh huh,
0: uh huh. <laughs> From the caterers. And yeah, I love they. Catering. S- yeah, and they said they had to pull out. Oh my
2: God, why?
0: Why? Well, they said that Lisa's assistant called, and now they have to pull out of the event.
2: Oh my God, like, how is that, like, that has, like, nothing to do with me. I mean, I've been friends with Marco and Aubrey forever, like, but, like, they can do whatever they want. Like, I love Marco and Aubrey, but they they, they can do it, like, Marco can go to KFC, and Aubrey can go to Chick-fil-A, like, they can do what they want. I'm not going to stop them. One of them will get bad coleslaw, one of them will get good coleslaw, that's on them. What's that have to do with me?
0: Wait, you know what? I'm feeling like mac and cheese at KFC right now. Like really weird. I'm feeling yeah, really weird right real now. weird. Like really weird. Do you guys have? Do you have anything with saccharin in it? I feel like I just have a break. I just don't think. I'm
2: with feeling saccharin. really weird. I'm feeling like so weird. Is it because your party doesn't have any food? I wonder why that is. I feel so weird right now.
0: She's like, so the day before I, you know, I the the day before I saw you, I talked to them and they were like totally stoked to do the party but then someone called them and shut it down
2: maybe because they got coleslaw from chick-fil-a and like we all know the coleslaw i can't see is where it should be okay like no joke it's just better and so maybe they got stomach issues like i don't know what has to do with me
0: but they said your name in the text and they said somebody called and threatened them and i told everyone it's not lisa it's not lisa it's not Lisa, and everyone around me says, It's not Lisa. Is that what they said? Oh my God, good. Glad we cleared this up. No, they said this, it's Lisa. Oh my this gosh.
2: is unreal. This is unreal. This is like when we went to Cachino Toscana and I ordered a Diet Coke and they gave me a Dot Pop I was like, This is unreal, and I feel weird. I feel weird. I feel weird.
0: And she goes, you know what? I know because we've been so good to you for so long. I was like, oh. oh
2: by the way, Angie is
0: Angie talks with the I'm richer than you
2: cadence that I really appreciate. The way she like she didn't say, Oh, we've been friends for so long, it's we've been friends to you for so long. Yeah. We've been so Angie, good
0: to you. Yep.
2: And Angie never moves during this entire scene. She just sits there with like rich woman privilege. Like I am so wealthy. You guys can stand up. You guys can sit down. I don't have to move because I'm the one who has all the money here. Like She just has that vibe. I'm
0: literally telling you off in the, tell you off room like i have a whole room
3: (laughs) this whole room
0: (laughs) just to tell you off bitch Um, also she um she's very inconsistent in her story the text that she read us did not say any of this it kind of hinted it didn't really even make that much sense it says Lisa does a lot of business here so we have to cancel the party. It didn't say Lisa threatened anybody. It didn't say any of that stuff. And also it wasn't a call, it was a, I'm so confused. It was a text yeah. and it was a call. I think I Angie's think... half full of shit. At least ha- even though I totally yes, I believe that Lisa Lisa did this or could be guilty of this. I totally believe that. I but and see- there's also yeah. something really fishy with Angie. Well, I
2: can also see Lisa talking to Marco and Aubrey because they're good friends and be like, can you believe that Angie and Whitney are like friends now? And they're saying they're like cousins and they're like so close. It's just like Whitney's awful. And I can imagine Marco and Aubrey being like, "Mm, we get a lot of business from Lisa. So I wonder if maybe we should pull out of this event because this could be a bad idea. Like I can imagine, I'm not trying to stick up for Lisa here or anything, but I can also imagine this being like, I can imagine there's like a lot more to the story here than what we're seeing. Okay. And I just, I feel weird, Ronnie. I feel weird.
0: Well, I could totally see Lisa doing it and calling them and being like, oh, hell no, you're not doing their party. Like, I could see her doing that. But the way that Angie is presenting it is like the day before. Okay, which would have been the day before that they all saw each other and this call happened. The day before we talked to them about this and they were stoked. So had you just hired them the day before? Had you just talked to them about doing it and then they were like, no, we can't do it? Or had they agreed to do it and you had a whole menu and then they canceled?
2: And we already saw just before when Angie told Whitney, yeah, Lisa told me that I should like not, you know, not... I should disown you and not be friends with you and not admit that you're my cousin. And then when we saw the text. It's just like, don't, don't claim that. Like it's clearly a joke. Like that's obviously a joke, right? And so we are seeing that Angie is definitely a shitster. So it's hard to know. But
3: Lisa is a shitster, too. So Well, I like a shit I said, stirrer.
0: I a hundred percent believe that Lisa called and said, Don't you dare, don't you do that. I believe that she's guilty. But Angie's fishy too. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on here, which means that Angie's probably perfect for this show.
2: I mean, I love it. This is like my this is honestly <laughs> one of my favorite controversies <laughs> of the entire show. Like the, this like catering controversy with like Marco and Oprah. So, um, so basically, uh, uh, yeah, she, Lisa goes, to me, we're like sisters, but now you're like cousins with Whitney, which means that I'm basically cousins with Whitney too. And I don't like that. I don't love that. Okay. I feel really weird right now all of a sudden because of that. I feel weird.
0: So is there an issue? Well, you know, they, you know, we've had issues. like, And they've had issues with me. So to like, seek out a friendship with Whitney, it hurts me. And she's like, this feels like deflecting Lisa. No, this is not deflecting. This is my feelings.
2: <laughs> so then Angie tells us, I think that Lisa is capable of meddling in my event. Because she doesn't want me to be friends with Whitney. And she gets very territorial. Which I would believe too, okay? So then uh, Angie says you can be friends with jan and you can be friends with meredith meredith and i are a hundred percent great okay are you sure meredith and i are great okay we're like coleslaw on kfc we're great together okay i'll go get her i'll
3: go get her
0: i'll go get her so she's like i need you Meredith. could you come here oh my god so apparently our friendship is in question i plotted to run and party. i don't even know what's going on I don't even know what's going on right now. I don't even know. Mary is like, nah, all right. <laughs> so they come back in, and meanwhile, Heather is is showing Mary how to take selfies. She's like, okay, Mary, now look, see, see us both there in the screen. Okay, you see? Oh my God, that looks like me. It is you. The screen's pointing at us. Okay, so just tilt your head a little bit.
1: <laughs>
0: no, 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 the other way. Just tilt it, tilt it. You see? Oh my God, I didn't. <clears throat> No, how did you
2: get your mirror to do that? It's so <laughs> crazy. So then Lisa, so now Lisa's dragged Meredith in to Angie and she's like, let me make this real clear. We are fine. Our friendship is fine. Don't talk about our friendship. And so then, um, so Angie's like, I didn't talk about your friendship, but Meredith, let me just ask you, do you feel like Jen gets in the way of your friendship with Lisa? Because I do. What is this any of your business?
0: And Meredith's like, get in the way now, but my feelings were hurt for a while, but we're good now. What's happened? Oh, really? Her Rick hassle? So it's my fault. It's my fault her I mean, Marco and Aubrey. Whatever. So and now,
2: and- this, is, and this is Angie's biggest power move right here. The biggest one. This is the, I am very wealthy, and I have no problem telling everyone. She goes...
0: Sit down, everyone. I was like,
2: oh my god, wow, wow, that is a rich woman.
0: <laughs> so now Jen is there too. And Lisa's like, I mean, it's just wow, I have nothing to do with Marco and Aubrey Catfly. I'm just so upset right now. I'm rather upset
1: right now. I'm rather upset right now.
0: <laughs> and Jen is like, oh my god, I have no idea what this fight is even about. Like, at least you know when I'm fighting, like, what the fuck I'm fighting about. No, you don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> you Nobody knows what you're ever fighting about or yelling about.
2: <laughs> Literally, do, do not. So Angie is like, I'm not accusing anyone of anything except Lisa being a duplicitous friend. That's all it is. But I'm not accusing anyone of everything. <laughs> well, it feels like a. What do you want me to say then when I get that text? Ask questions. Call me right away and ask questions. It's like when I heard that KFC was changing their menu, I called up headquarters and was like, what's the deal? I'm asking questions. I ask KFC about KFC. I don't ask Whitney about KFC.
0: Just call me right away. She goes, that's what I'm doing. No, you're not. You're saving it for camera time five days later, whatever the time period is. As
2: she should.
0: So she's like, so the next day it's like bothering me. So I go to lunch with Whitney and I go, Whitney, read this text. And she's just like totally sticking this in Lisa, right? So now then, Whitney, of course, walks in and Lisa goes, Wait, you showed it to who? She says, Whitney. It's just, Why would you talk about this with someone who doesn't like me? I mean, Whitney, why are you even in here, Whitney?
2: And then it goes to commercial. Like, why is Whitney in there? Dun, dun, dun. Like, I am here to announce that I just murdered someone. It's like, uh, it's kind of like a funny place to add a commercial break, I thought. It's like, we. The cliffhanger is pretty obvious, right? So then Whitney is like,
3: would you like me to leave? I may be dumb, but at least I'm not blonde. Wait, uh, I may be blonde, but at least I'm not a coincidence. Wait, how's it go?
0: Do I even have ears? So Angie's like, "Um, well, look, it's just like... It felt like somebody was trying to sabotage me. Yeah, but like, I mean, come on. Uh, Whitney, God, just leave Whitney. You're not part of a friendship. Uh, And Lisa Lisa tells us, clearly something is going on here that I don't know about. And clearly Whitney has something to do with it. Clearly.
2: Yeah. So Whitney says that she heard yelling as she wanted to come in to make sure everything's okay.
0: Well, instead of asking Wat I for
2: her panyon, call me and ask me, hey, what's going on? And I could be like, hey, I just opened up a new Diet Coke. And on my Diet Coke reward say I got 100 points. And soon, I'll be able to see Hall Oats in concert. But not yet, because I have to open more Diet Coke
0: caps, okay? You have nothing to do with my friendship with Angie at all, but uh, And Whitney's like, yeah, but I am also friends with Angie, and I heard yelling. Well, next time, come to me about this and give me a call, okay? And she's like, but I am her friend too, Lisa. Why can't she come to me? (laughs) Really? So Lisa's like, about me? If you want to come to me about me, come to me about me. Like, I mean, (laughs) come on. Like, it's (laughs) nice to look for issues with me. If you're going to look for issues with me, look for issues with me with me. Okay, baby?
2: Hello, Rich White Lady speaking. Tell me how Whitney's been mean to you. I don't understand. She has a problem with me every time I breathe. Don't you remember earlier this episode when I was like, I breathe. And Whitney's like, ugh. So that's like actually happening now. Look at me breathing. (laughs) Look at her eyes. Look at her eyes. She laughs like every time I breathe. Every time I breathe. It's like the funniest thing she ever. (laughs) It is funny. (laughs) See, see, see.
0: The timing of it is weird. It is fucking weird. Five after five hours, uh, five hours after she tells you that we are friends, then this happens. Hey, you know what? You didn't ask me. You just couldn't wait to get the blow off. You talk for me now, Whitney. Right? You talk for me. She's like, we are not going tip for tat, cause I can do small. We are not going tit for tat because I can do all of it. You asked Angie not to acknowledge that she is related to me. You asked her not to follow me on social, and you asked her to disown knowing me.
2: Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Meredith is not saying anything, but her head is fully cranked to the right. Like it is like
0: <clears throat>
1: like
2: her ear is facing the
0: ceiling. Meredith is so bored when it's not about her storyline. She's like staring <laughs> off into space, her head's just kind of twitching. And Lisa's I'm like, I'm sick yeah. of the accusations, the insinuations, and the bad words. Mm. So Lisa's like, you and Heather were relentless with me. And I was like, why are you seeking out a friendship with this person? I mean, why are you seeking out a friendship with this? Oh, with this? With this? With this person who's coming after me? Hey, and by the way, Andre, thanks for telling her what I said about her. Are you a person that keeps confidence as-? Yeah, don't I keep
3: confidences? Don't I keep confidences?
0: Okay,
2: you know what? From now on, I'm only dealing with Craig. That's right, his list. I don't deal with Angie's list anymore, okay? So now Lisa starts to cry and...
3: I have a PhD in Lisa's behavior, okay? This is hurtful! When, when Lisa's
1: screaming, it's 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 because she's being, being challenged.
3: It's, it's, it's a When Lisa cries... It's because she doesn't want to deal with it. <laughs> this
0: is her fault, and it's her fault. Why are we doing
3: this? I just want John. I just want John. You, don't you want, know what,
0: Andrea. I am heartbroken, Edger. I am heartbroken
2: right now, Angie. I am so heartbroken. And I don't know if it's because I haven't had any food at this party, which for some reason has no catering, but I am heartbroken right now.
0: And then. When Lisa walks away, it is because she is guilty and she has been caught red-handed. PhD.
3: (laughs) It's just like the 1970s, the way people walk out of doors to leave the house.
0: Wow. So, um, Angie, wow, what a terrible fucking friend and an amazing addition. I think she will be holding a snowflake next year if she keeps this up.
2: I'm very surprised. I'm very, very surprised that she's not fully on the Housewives. There must be some issue or maybe maybe she does that thing where she's like makes a splash and then we don't see her the rest of the season because she realizes she doesn't like her, her husband is like, you cannot be on this show any longer, Angie, you know?
0: Right. her husband, who was, by was the way, the...
2: sitting there the entire time. We didn't really talk about it. He's just sitting there during the entire fight. Every now and then being like, but wait, I have something to say. And they just totally ignore him.
0: Yes, he is going to try to housewives it up, too, because he did try to get in there a couple of times where he's like, but that's what we're trying to ask. And they didn't let him get in. They're like, get out of here, husband. What the yeah, hell? I feel like
2: he likes to break into a falsetto when singing Christmas carols.
0: <laughs> he has
2: that vibe, like,
0: oh, like,
2: Solid night oh that's just my husband again
0: oh god well super fun episode of real housewives of salt lake city everybody we will be back tomorrow with some below dick mediterranean later in the week with the real housewives of beverly hills season finale so check that out Oh, yeah. Vanderpump Rules. Hello. Forgot. So we'll be back with all of those later in the week. Go Check out our bonus videos and bonus episodes over at patreon.com slash watch what And we'll see you over on the Green Room app for Take a Seat on Monday nights. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye. Watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King.
0: Ashley Savoni. She don't take no baloney.
2: Dana C. Dana Do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Hitchell's. Erin McNicholas. She don't miss no trick
0: Ava Nagila Weber.
2: Jamie. She has no last namey.
0: Sipped some scotch
2: with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan.
0: Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. The
2: Bay Area Betches. Betches and our super premium sponsors. Better than
3: tabuli. It's Annie and Julie.
0: Always the wiser. It's Allison Weasler.
3: Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD.
0: We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper can't have a meal without the Emily sides
2: we will we will Joanna Rockland you my favorite Murdo Karen
0: McMurdo Kristen the Piston Anderson let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender we're letting the catlet out of the bag it's Lily Catlet the incredible edible Matthew sisters no one makes us feel well like Megan Capsiwell
2: she's cheese on a bagel it's Megan Ragle Mina coochie 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 give him hell Miss Noel Shannon out of a can and Anthony let's get Racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain.
0: She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.